awesome with Allison and Eric too. I'm Allison and our only goal with this podcast is to help you feel more awesome each time you listen. Whether it's by laughing at us, laughing with us, or learning something new and helpful, we hope you feel a tad more empowered, lightened up, and awesome than you did before. I am here with the one, the only, the sexy, the gorgeous, the wearing lots more color lately and I'm loving it, Mr. Eric Robertson. Hi, sweetie. Hi. We... (laughs) That was a really, like, mild, like, no back and forth, just just giving them the, the old, nice, married treatment right there. Here we go. Uh, I'm in the gorgeous Pleasant Pictures studio in Provo, Utah, and we are so excited that you are here listening to episode number 69. Don't make a middle school joke. Don't make a middle school joke. How to believe in yourself and discover what makes you, you. Do you like what I did there? I did. Thank you. Do you want to give me more validation and praise? I want to give as much as you want. No, 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 no. I want you to give without me wanting it. (laughs) (laughs) You're doing really well right now. Thank you. I appreciate that. And I love just like how off the cuff that was for you to give that praise. I know, seriously. This episode, all of this, all of the live podcaster episodes are so good. Our guests were so phenomenal. And I just finished re-listening to this episode and I laughed. I cried. We are featuring Jeff and Kelly Mendel of Studio DIY. Now, to be fair, Jeff isn't just of Studio DIY. Jeff Mendel is his own man, photographer, and really talented human, but he also works with his beautiful, lovely wife, Kelly. Uh, they live in Los Angeles, and that's where this podcast tour took place, and this was such a fun theater. What was it called? Dynasty Typewriter? It was something. I don't remember exactly, but there's a typewriter in there. It was such a fun group of people. Lots of the people in the audience knew each other, so it just had this really warm vibe. The owners of the venue were so kind and awesome. We'll link to all of that if you're interested. It just was such a fun show. The podcast tour, as you guys may or may not know, was in partnership with Alaska Airlines, and we had so much fun with them on our Super Duper Fly podcast tour and how to get clear about the direction of your life. We had such a blast working with Alaska Airlines and doing this tour. And people have been asking, when's the next tour? When's the next tour? Eric, when is the next tour? Tomorrow. Well, (laughs) you guys, I don't know, but we would love to do another one. So send us those cities that you would love to have us do a tour and we'll see if uh, we can get there or if we could even get Alaska Airlines to fly us there. But you definitely want to check out Alaska Airlines because they were such an amazing partner for us and they fly all over the country. They don't just fly uh, to and from Alaska. They have hubs all along the West Coast. They offer amazing low fares and all of the people who work with them are so fun. That's true. And you can check out alaskaair.com. We want to thank them again for making this tour possible and making it possible for you guys to get this, what I think is just phenomenal content. In this conversation we uh, have with Jeff and Kelly, we talk about how did they figure out 
what makes them them, what their unique talents are, and then how did they believe in themselves more fully as they've created these really beautiful, interesting, exciting careers for themselves. And as I was listening to this podcast episode, they give six tips in total. They each give three ideas and they're solid ideas. I want to make sure you don't opt out of the conversation. When you're listening and they're talking about, you know, taking jobs and saying yes to jobs, do not opt out if you are a full-time stay-at-home parent. What that might look like for you is saying yes to projects, saying yes to ideas, saying yes to new forms of organization in your home. Everything they are saying is so applicable across the board. And sometimes I think we can take ourselves out of conversations that we really could learn a lot from. And it just really struck me how genuine and honest and open they are in this conversation. And I know you're really going to find a lot of concrete ideas that you could implement like today that are going to help you feel a little more awesome than you did before, which is always the goal with the entire podcast. I want to remind you that the all of the podcast episodes in this Super Duper Fly live podcast tour are focused on helping you get clear about the direction of your life. And we created a really fun Get Clear About the Direction of Your Life workbook. And if you would like that workbook, it's just a little download and you can print it. Text the word DIRECTION to 31996 and that will opt you in. We'll send you that fun workbook. We'll also send you... um. Very few reminders about the podcast, though, so you know when new episodes are up. And I don't know, we could just be best friends for life. <laughs> so let's go ahead and get into this podcast episode. I hope you enjoy it, and I am so excited for you to hear from Jeff and Kelly. We're going to bring Jeff and Kelly on the stage. Are you ready? Get on up! Thank you guys so much for being here. Thank you for having us. We're so excited to have you. We're stoked. And you guys, you feel good? Everyone's on board now? Okay. Here's what's going to happen. We are going to talk about how to discover what makes you you and how to more fully believe in yourself. And Jeff and Kelly each have three tips that they have prepared that I'm going to make sure we hit throughout this because... Like I said, they're really good. They're really, really good. And I think that we're really fun, attractive people, right? But that's just not enough right now. That's just not enough. We need some substance. We need some substance. And I knew just staring at us wasn't going to be enough. (laughs) And so we're going to make sure you leave with actionable tips so you can wake up tomorrow and start working on really getting clear about who you are and how to believe more fully in what you're doing. So I just want to start, Jeff and Kelly, what has helped you discover, this is when we get so Zoolander right now, (laughs) who am I, (laughs) right? Discover who you are. What does that mean to you? Who we are, what it means to us. I think for me anyway, it started out with saying yes to a lot of things in the very beginning. Uh, I went fl- uh, freelance with what I was doing um, maybe like four or five years ago. And in the very beginning, I said yes to as many opportunities and adventures and, and things that came my way. 
um, because I wasn't sure what was going to get me excited to wake up in the morning. And through, you know, trial and error and process of elimination, you realize who you are and who you aren't and what excites you and, and, and what doesn't. And I think that's really helped kind of steer the ship in the right direction for me. I love that so much. Do you know what I just realized? I didn't even like introduce you I at know. all. Oh, that's fine. I, Wait. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm like, Wait. it's Jeff and Kelly Mandel. I mean, you guys <laughs> know who they are, right? Kelly does an amazing blog, Studio DIY, an amazing Instagram uh, yeah. shop, and, shop and site. Am I missing anything? at all? Shop, Instagram, site, you got it. Yes, and Jeff is a photographer. Mm -hmm. You shoot everything for Kelly. Mm -hmm. You sell you sell retail product. Yep. And you also have a gorgeous 20-month-old. We kept saying he's months, almost two. 20 months this week. I thought he was almost two. Don't rush it. And yeah. she keeps being like, he's not two yet. <laughs> not. He's less than two. He's let's say a year and a half, because then we like backtrack so and then we have older more than time. a year and a half. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> and almost not quite, not even halfway there, two-year-old. Yeah. Named Arlo. And what I love so much about you guys is what I said before is I, I really believe, and I know because I know you IRL in real life, that um, the way that you show up <clears throat> in your business, in life, and online is the way that you show up in real life. And I love the way you do that. You guys adopted Arlo and have been such amazing advocates for adoption and also in infertility. Yeah. Yep. And I recently had an accident, if you know, and after that, I remember really deep diving into your story and personally consuming oh. your content. And it just, it put so much light into my life. And everything that you share about that has personally helped me, even though that's not my exact life experience. And I know that, that they are doing that for millions of other Thank people. You. Thank you. So that that's why you're here. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we want to know how you discover, you know, what makes you, you. And Jeff, I loved your first tip of saying yes to everything. I absolutely love that. Kelly, what do you think? I think, I mean, what you just touched on that we started, when I started sharing more about myself as a person and the struggles I was going through, I think I realized how, how connected I felt and how much more important it was to me to share that aspect of my life using the platform that I built. I think you said in a past interview we did, like, we have this influence that we built by doing things like creating DIY projects and taking photos. And now we're able to use that influence to teach people about adoption or to make people feel like they're not alone if they're going through an infertility struggle. And I think that has been, that has made me feel like that was my purpose all along. And I was just figuring out how to get there. That's awesome. And see, like, I feel like for me, it wasn't, <laughs> that wasn't, oh, there it is. we'll take a moment. There it is. I'm just going to go. Look, 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 there's, there's bedazzled tissue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always say, if you're not crying, it's not working. I can always tell, which is, I don't even have to look, I can I just point across. Yeah. Oh, I'm watching like, a show and I just go like this and I'm like, oh. <laughs> that must be nice. Yeah. This one goes, <gasps> yeah. like every time. Like, it'll literally be like a, she like a, it'll be like a Kodak commercial. Yeah. She's she tries to sneak it slowly. She won't. She'll, or quietly, she'll be quiet because she's embarrassed. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, I, I don't have that. I don't have that luxury. I'm yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. 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 I also silently laugh, silent yeah. cry, and silent laugh. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. That's you're, awesome. You're a real treat of family. I family. love what you said. <laughs> <laughs> I love what you said so much. Is that 
it makes you feel like this, what you're doing right now. It wasn't, when you were doing the DIYs, yeah. I'm sure it felt like it was about the DIYs. Totally. It's not that the things that you're doing along the way don't feel right. I still love DIYing. I still DIY. Studio DIY, DIY is yeah. in my name. So, <laughs> but I think when I got to this new point where I started sharing this stuff, it was just like a whole other level. And I never would have gotten there without doing the other things to get there. And now I get to combine things I've cultivated in the past with these new passions I have. And, and you know what they say about like hindsight. I think uh, while you're doing it, it's hard to, to see the audience growing with you. But when you take a look back, I think that our audience and Kelly's in particular has grown with her as a human being. So as she has grown into this amazing mother to our son, our audience Aww. has... Um, <laughs> yes. I think that our audience might have started out in a similar period of life, and they may be at a similar life stage at this point. So they're identifying with different things that she's going through and we're going through as a family. So we wouldn't, it's nothing that we anticipated when Kelly started this little website in our living room in 2011. Yeah. It was just like, and, and here we are now, and people follow along with a life story that's not at all where that wasn't the intention at all, but I think the audience grows as you grow as a person. I love that. So both of you, Kelly with your DIYs and Jeff, especially with photography, you both have kind of visual art forms that you're putting out there. And maybe that's not exactly where you started, but I know a question that I get a lot and probably a question that a lot of our guests have is, <clears throat> but how do I know what I'm doing is good enough to start putting it out there? Like when you're a photographer, I was talking last night to one of our volunteers in Phoenix and she likes to take pictures of food. And she's like, but I don't think my food photography is good enough yet. When do I know? So this is moving into that idea of believing in yourself. Like, when did you know? I you started still, saying yes to everything. I started saying yes to everything, but I also still look at the stuff that I produce, and I'm like, that's not that great in comparison <laughs> to maybe other people. So what I started to do a few years back was stop comparing myself to other people. And I'm not saying that I fully keep my head down creatively, and but... I really try not to pay too much attention to what other people that are similar to me are doing because whether I'm conscious of it or not, I end up comparing myself. And that's not, for me, that's not the most healthy thing to do. So I will just put content out that makes me happy, that I'm happy with. I and love that. It was very organic for me to hear back from the people that would respond to my um, content that I was putting out there that they liked it or it made them happy or it made them feel a certain way. Um, and it wasn't, and I ended up just kind of gravitating towards that as an end result of, of people seeing what I was putting out there. So at this point, I kind of just, my end goal every time I'm hired to shoot something is to create content that it, it, it's like a shared positivity and something that people all over the world can just look at and like smile or maybe it's something colorful that we're producing that I'm shooting for Kelly that it puts a smile on people's face and that's really, that's the goal at this point. It's not really to like compare myself to what other people are doing. Can we go back a little bit? Yeah. You said that you stopped comparing. Yeah. When did you become aware that you were comparing or notice that that was detrimental? When I was looking at other people and I was like literally saying to myself, oh, if I edited the photo in this specific way, I could have that much more negative space in the top of the photo or in terms of like a certain color scheme. And I would finish a photo and I'm like, I, I love this end result, but I love it for this other artist. This isn't really what makes me happy. This is just what I see somebody else doing and they're getting a lot of love on this photo. 
or this type of art form. Um, and so that's clearly what I need to be doing. And I was, and I almost felt like imposter syndrome, which was, again, for me, it was just not what I wanted to live my life by. Um, so I just stopped. Was this like an unfollowing? Like you unfollowing? It literally was. Yeah. And I, I've gotten called, I've gotten called out a few times. It's really <laughs> yes. not. Yeah, yeah. And people are like, oh, you, un, you unfollow it. And I'm like, it's not, a, it's yeah. swear to God, it's not an, unper, it's not a personal thing, but I just yeah. didn't want to like see yeah. it because I was, con I was not consciously almost like not imitating, but like you, you pull inspiration no, from people, oh, yeah. whether you realize it or not. Totally and thank God Instagram in invented that like mute thing. Oh, the mute. Oh my God. Oh, I don't even know about this. You can mute. Let you can mute. We're going to talk. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Who know. am I? All right. This is like a separate episode now. Uh, oh my gosh. Will you guys teach us how to do social yes. media? Yeah. It's not something I do very often, but it's basically like if I, if I feel like I'm, if I feel like I'm pulling inspiration, yeah. I might mute somebody because I, for my own good, I don't want to feel like I'm copying somebody. So it's, it's never anything personal, but that's, um, it, that was like a conscious decision on yeah. my part in the, uh, like a few years back. Do you suspect you're more productive, like getting more out? I think so. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and Kelly, with what you do, I mean, I go back to crafty days. <laughs> anybody? Anybody? Yeah. Right? Woo! I mean, that's how we kind of happened upon each other. Yeah, totally. And also because Jeff and Kelly entered my very first dance-off on oh, Instagram. We did. That's true. And I think I did the snake. You probably yes, we're gonna find the video. <laughs> and we're gonna share it on <laughs> story. Sure we'll find dance. the video. It, it yeah. is like way back when. Yes. I mean, especially with styling and DIYs and crafts. How did you discover you have such a distinct style? such a specific style. How did you discover that about yourself? How did you develop that style? Essentially, what makes you you? What did that look like? A lot of trial and error and a lot of patience. Um, patience? What's that? I know, <laughs> which is ironic because I feel like I don't have a lot of it. But I think it's something that's not cultivated overnight. You don't know You don't know who you are immediately. Like everybody's going to leave here tomorrow. They're not going to know tomorrow immediately. Like, that's it. This is who I am. I love that. They may start on the path or start on the journey towards that. Oh that my god. So good. Oh, that was so good. Attention. Yes. We we've oh, never wonderful. We've never had that quick of a reaction. Oh, that was great. That was that so was good. great. That was great. That even <laughs> caught me off guard. That was wonderful. She's going to end the night not hearing anything. That was wonderful. She's just waiting for journey. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh I don't Sorry, even know what you're saying. Sorry, we threw you Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so when I first started Studio DIY, I thought it was going to be an in-person studio, which is why it's called Studio DIY. I love that. <laughs> Things change. Yeah. Um, and then I also thought it was going to be geared towards just events. And then I started realizing like, wait, I don't want to just do weddings or just do events. I want to do these other things. And it wasn't even that colorful to begin with. And I was just trying everything. I was just putting myself out there. You asked like, how do you know when, yeah. just, like, how, when are you good enough? And I think you just have to start somewhere. I mean, if you scroll back to anybody, any like you can scroll back in my feed, it's dark. <laughs> literally. <laughs> literally, literally dark. Yeah. yeah. Um, With those like bordered filters. 100%. Yes. Yeah. One of my first ones was of me. I like burned my hand, and I was like, oh no. Yeah. It's <laughs> a good thing to share. I almost feel like it's transitioning back towards that, True. though. But so, like, it is, which is, like, so crazy. I feel, yeah. I feel sold that I've, like, seen it like, come back. <laughs> but I think that's, all, that's a part of it. I think you're, you're, you can figure out, like, the, the core of who you are, but you're constantly changing, too. Like, you're not just one thing. Yeah. So I think I, 
early on discovered I love I love colorful stuff in my life and in my business and I kept pivoting on that. Like I've loved color from early on, but we've changed so much. I went from focusing just on events to realizing, wait, I actually like talking about fashion, talking about my home. And now I think the most pivotal moment I had was becoming a mom. I think that just like changed everything in my brain and put everything into into perspective or just showed me what my perspective always had been. But it's all still laced with this like colorful thing that has under like been underneath the whole time. It's just changed and evolved. I love that. Thank you so much. So your first tip that you shared was to be patient. Be patient. And I love that. And so Kelly's first tip for how to more fully discover what makes you you was be patient. And Jeff's first tip was, um, I love this is what you said, is personality begins where comparison leaves off. I did send you that quote. I didn't say that quote. I found it online. We don't know but who said I live, it if anybody wants I to find live it. By that, I truly live by that quote. Yes. And a second tip you shared was when you're getting started, and I think I want to add a differentiation here, and I think you'll agree with this, is whenever you're getting started in a new area, Mm -hmm. you say yes a lot. Because it can be easy when you've been working for a long time, like I have, like we all have, you can get into a place where you're like, well, I already did that. I already worked my way up past that. I don't have to do that anymore. But anytime you move into a new area, I feel like I've had to, this is really hard for me, humble myself and start saying yes again to things that I'm like, I thought I had worked past doing that for free, maybe. Or I thought I had worked past, you know, I'm not in high school anymore having these conversations, right? Where when you're learning and growing in new areas of life, you have to go back a bit. And so that's why I love that tip about saying yes. And so Kelly, a second tip that you had that I loved so much was examine the bottom line fiercely and frequently. Yes. So tell me about that because I think it is so good. Thank you. Um, So I think bottom line in business world is often related to the money aspect, but I mean bottom line more of just like your overall goal or where you want to be in life and not in five or 10 years. We all talk about that. Where do you want to be in five years? Where do you want to be in 10 years? I mean like where do you want to be in 20 years or 30 years? Like where do you really want to like arc this journey to? (laughs) (laughs) You set her up for that one. I know. I just had it in my brain. Because that I think is when mother becoming a mom changed me because if I think back to before I was a mom all I ever said when he was some people were like what do you want to do even though I had this business and I love being I love owning a business I always was like I want to be a mom that's like where I that it never even occurred to me to say I want to own a business even though I did it was always the first thing that came to my mind was I want to be a mom so then I became a mom I fell in love with her (laughs) oh so sweet and can I honestly say is I never said that ever really Really? (laughs) never never I have three children and if you ask me what I want to do it's have an empire. Dead, dead serious or be a star. And that's awesome. And, and so becoming a mom for me, I wanted to have a family, but it was like completely different. Yeah. Right? And that's, that's, what's everybody... so, that's what's so crazy about it. Yeah. And I think when I became a mom, it became really clear that I was chasing a dream that I didn't want. And that doesn't mean I don't want my business. I love my business. I've, we're fully in my business, but I was building, I have been building it to this level that is going to cause me to sacrifice my bottom line, which is being a mom. And that is just personally to me. Like, yeah. like you said, yours, you had a totally different perspective when you became a mom and that's awesome. And I I think I kind of speaking on what Jeff said, I 
was comparing myself to everybody. And I was seeing the people who were building this huge empire and this giant team and this huge, like, everything. And I was like, oh, I should be doing that. And so I was hiring and hiring and hiring and doing all this. And then I was looking at these other amazing people who are doing amazing things, but just keeping it more tight-knit. And I was like, oh, I want that life. And then finally, a friend of mine came for a weekend. I had an event to throw. We had Jeff was out of town. I had nobody to watch Arlo, so she flew down. And we just, like, spent a while chatting. We hadn't had a while to just chat, the two of us. And it just, through chatting through it, it just became really clear. I was like, I'm chasing this thing that I think I should be chasing, even though it's actually not what I want in the end. And it doesn't mean I have to give that up. It just means that I need to re-examine my bottom line if I want to. I My priority is lying differently right now, and I need to start scaling back a little bit for me in order to meet that bottom line that I'm striving towards. And that was literally over a weekend. So imagine that car ride back from LAX. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff got back and I, I was, was like, I'm changing trip. our lives. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. By the way, Lauren was in town and here's what happened. Here's the update. I, I love it. Something that is so, um, I'm learning more uniquely Western is to equate who we are with what we do. Totally. So when you meet people, like what's one of the first questions that you ask them? What do you do? Right? And somebody pointed this out to me. They were saying that, you know, they were related to an Australian and they don't do that. And so I started like catching myself. Yep. Or wasn't it like semi rude to like. It, it's rude, started. actually. Yeah. 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 I feel like it's very commonplace here. I don't know how oh, it totally. is where you No, I, it's, a, it's more American. I, I really okay. think yeah. it's like Western culture. Okay. Um, and so I started. American culture. American culture. And I started watching myself when I met people or my brothers dating someone. The very first question I ask is, what what do you yeah. do? Yeah. So I, I had to say, like, what other questions do you ask? <laughs> <laughs> But doesn't that say so much? Because we're talking about like how to discover what makes you you. And Kelly, what I love that you just illustrated is you are not what you do. Yeah. And that's why I love that idea of examining the bottom line yeah. so fiercely, yeah. fiercely and frequently. 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 Because yeah. what we're doing every day can start to, I feel like, cloud our that's idea of who we really are. Caught up in the race and you just keep going, keep going, keep going. And then. And all of a sudden you're like, wait, how did I get here? I didn't want to be here. I wanted to be there. Yes. And so for me, that was just a huge light bulb moment that I could still do both. I could yeah. still do both, but I just needed to shift my perspective and make sure that every time I said yes to something, I was thinking about, was I really going to want to be saying yes when that was happening? Yes. Or was I going to regret it? I love that. Okay. I'm going to move through your tips to make sure we're getting them all. So Kelly, your first tip was to be patient. Yep. And then examining the bottom line fiercely and frequently. Yep. And the last tip you sent that I love is don't do things just because people say you're good at them. Yes. Tell me like yeah. a, just a teeny bit about that. I think it's really easy to do what people think you're good at or what you think you're good at. Or what at you get a lot of praise and compliments you, exactly. for. Dance, like, monkey, dance. <laughs> yeah. Weird. I don't know anything about that. Exactly. <laughs> Um, so let's see, a good example for me is I have had numerous companies and other people approach me being like, you should teach a styling class for flat lays and tabletop styling because you're really good at it. And I was like, that sounds like I'm talking myself up, but <laughs> you are really um, good at it. It's part you. of your business. Yeah. But I, and I always would hesitate and everybody else would be like, why are you hesitating? Like, just do it. It's like, it makes sense. You do it every day. But I was like, but that's not the part of my business that I like. I do it. Yeah. I do. I, I don't do it as 
as often anymore because we've shifted because I'm learning about who I am. Uh, <laughs> but I, I didn't want to do it because it, it comes with my business. I think we all have aspects of our life, of our journey. I'm sorry. Gosh, I'm, Don't be I'm not even trying to plant it. Um, of our business, whatever it may be, that just come with the job or whatever it might be. But it's not something I necessarily enjoy. And it's really hard to remember that because everybody's like, you should do it, you should do it. You're great at this, you're great at this. But I was like that's not where my heart is. My heart is more in the community building aspect of what I do or in the figuring it out of the DIYs that I put together or in the sharing my passions, not in the styling. Whereas I have friends who love the styling aspect of what we do and they do do the classes and they should. And it doesn't mean that either of us are better than the other. It just means that they thrive on that and I don't. Yeah. As you've like grown and evolved though, I feel like your interests have kind of shifted. Like you now have, you've been telling me you have an interest in styling styling, but maybe it's not like the flat lay situation. It's like regarding kids or like decor, yes, totally. interiors, think, things yeah, like that. Yeah. So as we grow as parents and adults and we bought a house and now we're doing like interior stuff, she's really flourished and I've seen her really happy and like it's so fun. jazzed about stuff <laughs> that we never, Beautiful. we weren't in that world before. And here yeah. we are. Yeah. yeah. And I think that exactly what you're talking about is why getting wrapped up in equating who we are with what we do can be so toxic is because yes. when your interests change, you're going to have an identity crisis. Yep. And when your interests change, a lot of fear can come in, come into play because you're like, well, I'm really good at doing this thing. And I like being really good, but then you somehow maybe find yourself doing things that you're really good at that you don't love to do. Yeah. And I love, Jeff, one of your tips was know what you're good at and know what you're not good at. Mm-hmm. Yep. Jeff, how do you know that? How do I know that? How do you figure that, that out? I feel like it, for me, I mean, so I have like two kind of sides now at this point to my business. So I, I do like traditional photography for Kelly and other clients and then... Um, her management team has now taken me on to try and build up this like I hate the word influencer, but that that side of things. Yeah. Where now we do like sponsored things, and I'm more so in front of uh, the camera as opposed to because you're so good on traditional. Camera. How good are, you so gotta good. watch Jeff's stories. <laughs> They're very good. Thank you. Yes. Um, but in the beginning of that aspect of things, with with like social media and me being like more front facing, um, it was very much again, who do I like to follow and what are they doing? And it might not necessarily work for my audience and what they're coming to my page for. Um, so like in the very beginning, I was trying to do like just really, uh, like like people would like send us clothes, they still do a lot, send us like clothes and things like that. And I would like put on the outfit to make the brand happy and take these like ridiculous photos where I'm like pretending to be you in know. a mirror, like yeah, and, I'm just, and, I, and I realized quickly, like that's not that's not me. It just feels really forced, and my personal brand now is almost like the antithesis of that. It's like making fun of it and like very self-deprecating and things like that. So you realize uh, who you are and who you aren't, and it's not necessarily going to be the same for everybody. I don't know if that's like the best example. No, it, it I re- love it that. It reinforces what you said. Like our career isn't. Like who we are at the moment. Even our previous guests have talked about like they've done this, they've done that, they've done this, and but the end result of all those things help them get to where they feel comfortable or they totally. feel like where they're supposed to be doing. Totally. So it's okay to do all these things. Yeah. Yes to everything. Yeah. 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 So it's okay to not 
I guess, feel like you've made it in that moment. Like all these pieces come. Yeah. You have to Absolutely. make the mistakes to know that they are mistakes. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. And the same goes for like the photography side of things. I've taken on clients before that I wasn't really thrilled about, but you do it because I don't know when my next paycheck is coming. I, I had quit my job at that point and I'm just like flying by the seat of my pants here. Um, so I was taking on jobs and, and, and I wasn't, I wasn't ready to take on some of the jobs that I was doing, but they were hiring me because of maybe like the number of followers that I had on social media, which does not equate at all to a skill set. So in my case, anyway. Do you know the quote I keep thinking of? Stick with me if anybody is on this. My best friend's wedding. And they're in the bathroom and they're saying, you know, you could be creme brulee or (laughs) jello. And she's like, I could be jello. I... He could, I could be Jello. She's like, you're never going to be Jello. <laughs> right? Do you know, does anyone give me a yes? Anyone? I if, see it. Yeah. If you have to go watch it now, yeah. it's that idea of they're like sending you these clothes to be creme brulee or Jello. You can be can whichever be, one you want. Okay. And you're like, I'm never, I, I can be Jello. I, right? Yeah. But it's that idea of knowing. And can I just point out, do you like, I like to psychoanalyze people when they're on stage in front of a live audience. Yeah, <laughs> one thing, Jeff, that I think that for photography has helped you do and Kelly the same thing with the projects that you've put out there it's what Jeff you said at the beginning was your goal with your photography is to leave people with this shared experience of this smile mm-hmm. and I think the way that you that I believe that speaks to who you are. How you do it right now is with photography. And so I think that's the importance of the saying yes to new projects, to trying new things, is the actions that we take, the things that we do, the what we do is going to help us see how we do it and how we do it helps us see who we are. Yeah. And And they stick with you you no matter what you're doing. Yeah. No matter what your next career or diversion is. Yeah. 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 And I think I also had the whole mentality in the beginning again for me it was like um, the like fake it till you make it yeah I took on jobs in the beginning that I probably wasn't qualified for and I felt when I was there I didn't tell them this but I felt like inadequate And then I ended up going backwards and I would like educate myself on, on everything that I needed to know to feel more confident and more comfortable going forward for the next client. Um, and now I feel much better. But in the beginning, it was just to kind of get my foot in the door. And um, I think I don't really think there's anything wrong with that. Didn't your yeah. mom give you a T-shirt once that said, fake it till you make it? <laughs> no. <laughs> Well, probably. I think she did. She also wears t-shirts that say Studio DIY on them. The old one. <laughs> so. Do you the think your mom one. would wear an Allison face shirt? A hundred. Oh, okay. my God. We talked to her on the way here. She was asking all these questions. You remember? Yeah. She, she like, what yeah. channel can I watch? What <laughs> <laughs> I get that question a lot. Yeah. Okay, I have absolutely loved this. I'm going to recap these guys for you, each of their three tips, and then, hey, Joy, I'm so glad you're here. (laughs) Each of these three tips, and then what I want um, to do is move into your questions. Does that sound good? Yes? Okay, so Kelly's three tips for helping to discover what makes you you and to believe in yourself is be patient, Examine the bottom line fiercely and frequently. Ooh, that is so good. Put that on a bag. Okay. And don't do things just because people think you're good at them. Right? Jeff, when you're starting something new, say yes. Yes, 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 yes. Number two is know what you're good at and what you're not good at. Mm -hmm. And then this quote that we stole from somebody on the internet... (laughs) Personality begins where comparison leaves off. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. It's cool. Thank you guys. Let's give them thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. I love that. Okay. So we've got Hi. Nichelle. What the hell, Nichelle? <laughs> and she has questions. And remember, one of our rules is sharing is caring. So when the person reads their question, what do we do? We give them lots of love. Okay, so who do we have first? R.C. Sarabia. Where you at? Where's she at? I heard he there is. There you are. Woo! Okay, yes! You're going to read it. And yeah, you're going to read it <laughs> and we're going to have you stand, stand up. up. You're going to stand up. And then you're going to get a prize. And you get a yeah. prize. Oh, we got we're... we have Alaska pins for you and a done is Oh, hold on. Invest in people who invest in you drop and go wallet. Woo! Very nice. Close. Okay. Um hi. 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 Um, <laughs> if you could give advice to your younger self, what would it be? Oh yeah. Um, what did you need to know at the beginning of your journey? <laughs> to, I get it, girl. To know where you are right now. Like, what word of advice would you have given yourself? You were feeling that, well, Eric. I heard him go, mmm. <laughs> yeah. I, I, would, I would tell myself to not worry so much about your actual career and just worry about, like, yourself. I would tell myself to... Um, I love that. Mm-hmm. It's not... This isn't that big of a deal. It was good, baby. Yeah. Yes. Could we bring the smoke machine back up? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to come out in a yeah. cape. I think that I forgot really, my cape. That, that was yeah. really powerful. Eric said next to her, I get a cape. Yeah. <laughs> Don't I need a cape? I look like an idiot. Yeah. Um, I would I would tell myself one develop the talents or, or the talent that you want to do no matter what anyone else says and um, don't compare and then be patient and I and I wouldn't worry about so basically everything yeah Jeff everything and Kelly Jeff says and, and, they, and, they, they know everything you know we don't need I've never answer. met them and um, she's always like just laughing in bed I'm like who are you laughing at <laughs> on, on the Instagram I love we're like friend. randomly in bed with you I know yeah. great snaps from the boudoir you've mentioned yeah. that yeah it's yeah weird. I missed that series you guys need to bring that back I do it do we? I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoy it. I enjoy it. Anyway, just I, I would tell myself not to worry so much about what the end or what I think yeah. I want, but just work on myself because I'm learning that no matter where I'm at, like I'm so much more satisfied and just happy with myself if I am have developed those qualities to be a person that can enjoy my life and not be anxious about the future. And when I get to where I'm going, I'll, I'll just enjoy it so much more. I love that. That's a good one. Did anything pop out to you guys? Yeah. Um, the number one thing that I keep in the back of my head that has like propelled me forward that I would tell my, my younger self is the worst thing that somebody could say to me business-wise would be no. Mm-hmm. If I have that, and I literally every email I send, every business thing that I go through, the worst thing they can say to me is no. Hi, can I shoot for your brand or campaign? No, we're good. I'm fine. I didn't gain anything, but I didn't lose anything. And it just takes the fear out of everything that I've in terms of like a conversation, it just, it, if I have that in the back of my head, I'm just like, I'm good. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I think kind of what Eric said, like be in the present. I'm such a future thinker. I'm always thinking about the future. Even like right after we adopted Arlo, I was like, oh, siblings, <laughs> like immediately. <laughs> just like, we don't even know what to do with him right now. Yeah. Like, uh, um, so try to be present. One thing that we've started doing, another thing, thanks to Lauren, apparently she is just like Shout changing out to our lives. Google. I know. 
Um, is we at 10 p.m. every night, I have an alarm that goes off on my phone that's a gratitude reminder. Um, and it, we have to immediately take a second and say one thing that we're grateful for that day. Um, and it just like brings us back to right now instead of like because usually by the end of the day I'm like I didn't do this and I have to do this tomorrow and this Mm -hmm. next week and this is due and I missed this deadline and Arlo cried today and I felt bad because I wasn't there and the gratitude reminder makes you think like this great thing happened today even if it was a terrible day every and we've had some rough days lately every time as has the and it can be anything it could be like I'm grateful for the cookies you made or like the firefighters fighting the fires right now it's just food is frequent and things are frequent too I love that Three words. You're not fat. That's it. I love that. Do you you see what I'm saying? And if you are, it doesn't matter. Somebody reposted a picture of me from like four or five years ago. Hi, I look a little different. That's fine. (laughs) Who cares? Yep. And I just, when we have an audience of a lot of women, I just always like to take the opportunity to remind us of how much energy we're wasting worrying about our physical appearance and how you could be using that energy to serve those around you and to serve yourself a little bit more, right? So that's what I would say. (laughs) Lots of deep things and also you're not fat, you look really good. You got you got the applause, so here's just well, just when you dramatically yell, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it's how I delivered it mostly. Okay, we have another question. Uh, Kelsey Patterson, where are you at? Here oh, you hey, girl. Okay. Hi. Kelsey. Good running, Michelle. I, like, I love this. <laughs> <laughs> Never gets old. Hi. Stand up. Hi. Oh, okay. Kelsey, thanks for being here. Thank you for being here. Oh, good. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What habits do you have daily or weekly that keep you going when you want to quit? Ooh. Ooh. Oh, okay. See, that's why you've got to ask questions. Everyone has the same question. Oh, man. See, my gratitude reminder would have been a good answer. Well, no, and that's the thing. I think your gratitude reminder, like a gratitude practice... For me, that's definitely the biggest one is gratitude. Yeah. Um, Eric or Jeff? Um, We have a really crazy life. And the one thing that I try to keep constant is like I'll do a walk with Arlo first thing in the morning at least once a week. And we'll go and we walk and get coffee. It's 2.7 miles. What does um, Arlo like to drink? (laughs) What does he like? Oh, you know, he just gets water. Um, Hot water. Yeah. Um, And I, it's like, it's like our, it's like literally just my quiet time to like chat with him and we walk and I don't really look at my phone and it brings me back and we come back and we say hi to Kelly after being gone for like an hour and a half and it's just like our time to to chill. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Did you have anything? Yeah. Usually when I want to quit, it's because I'm not doing what I truly love. It's probably because I'm too wrapped up in my business. And so uh, at those times, I'll just drop everything and just go make really weird music by myself and just <laughs> turn, turn knobs and... Get arpeggiators going That's and awesome. drum, old drum machines and just make weird sounds that no one would ever want to hear. And then I also, um, like Jeff, I also like nature. I go to the park and walk Spike and just listen to like books on tape. That yeah. energizes me. Yeah, yeah. I think constantly um, fueling myself with yeah. po- podcasts, books. I'm usually always listening to a book. And one thing that I've had to build into my schedule, especially with three kids, 
is um, lots of alone time and space is really, really important. I think it would just like shock everyone to death and maybe not if you get it, like how much alone time I need to function. And what happens if I don't get that alone time is I literally start malfunctioning, like, like, like spouting off crazy and snapping at people. It gets wild. <laughs> <laughs> We were crossing, like, in a shopping mall. We had a great morning, by the way. I know, we had such a good morning, and he's like, I think we should go this way, and I just started losing. I'm like, I'm doing my best, okay? I don't know. Just... Oh, no. I had to stop her and look at that. I'm like, what's going on right now? <laughs> um, because wanting to quit has to do with fear, mm-hmm. right? Um, fear or being empty. So I, like, I would maybe ask yourself, right, like, if you want to quit, do I need to fill myself up? Or um, what am I afraid of right now? You know, and those, I think everything that we suggest are all practices. Okay, I think we have one more question we can do. Okay, there's no name on it. Do you want me to just read it? Well, That's do so you good. feel strongly about the question? I do. That's what, she, she picks, she usually feels strongly. So read the question and if whoever if somebody, wrote it wants to come you, forward. Yeah, if you feel like you want to stand up, I got a wallet and some pins for you. <laughs> um, was there a point in your career that was an ultimate low did you feel totally lost and discouraged and how did you get out of that hole Ooh. can i start mm-hmm. yeah okay stand up yes thank you Woo! tell us your name jessica okay thank you so much jessica for your question. question yeah that's awesome okay so this goes with the believing in yourself like how to do it and your question kind of asks that so the low point in my life was when I lost a good paying job which wasn't going to be my career but it was it was like the tipping point of what to do next and um, it was really low and dark and super vulnerable and I'd never been like it was right before Christmas she was pregnant with Rad. and I was pregnant with our second baby so, yeah. so we lost our insurance too and it was either I could go get the similar job which sounded awful and or like do what I knew I was supposed to do. And I always like, maybe you guys are similar, like, oh yeah, I know what I'm supposed to do and I'm gonna do it at this point in my life or like Mm -hmm. when this happens, I'm gonna do it. And I kept thinking that way. And um, it happened and lost the job. And then Allison's like, don't go get the other job. And (laughs) she's like, let's figure this out, which got me really excited because when you have nothing to lose, you have a lot of power. And um, I believed in myself, like I knew it was gonna happen, I just didn't know that was the moment I was gonna do it. And so um, I believed in myself, but even more is she believed in me so much. You know, don't cry. <laughs> like she just said, like, there's no doubt, like this is it, go do it, we'll figure it out. And that, that was like really incredible. So what I wanted to say is believing to, to, to do something, you're often alone. You, you're the only one that believes in what you're gonna do sometimes. And that's really hard and it's also really powerful. But even more powerful is when someone believes in you and um, that just fuels you. So I, I personally, I've always remembered that. And whenever I talk to people who don't know what they're doing, or want, I, I believe in them and I always like try to show it and give that gift back. Because it doesn't have to be your spouse. It doesn't, no. Because the, the goal isn't for you to leave and be like, why doesn't Eric, why doesn't my husband support me the way, you, or, right? Because that's often what happens. Even, even our sound guy, Chris, like I remember going to lunch with him. He used to frame houses. I'm like, dude, you're so good at sound. And we, had a, and we just talked about it. And he's now doing sound full time for big TV shows. Chris. On tour. Yeah, no, he's amazing. Hi, Chris. <clears throat> like, look how legit we are that's with awesome. like our sound. So, so awesome. what I'm saying is, 
is <laughs> really, really believe in people. Like, believe yeah. in someone yeah. else and give them that gift because it will change lives and it's going to just keep spreading. And I really think it's contagious, too. I think when you're telling other people, like, I believe in you and you see it in other people, you, it starts to open you up to see it in yourself a little bit more. And one more thing, that belief that starts when you're at a really low point, that's where, that's yes. where it, like, gets really strong. So those low points are actually, like, like starting points and blessings, however you want to view it, but that's a good, good start. That's awesome. Do you have anything you want to add? Yeah, I think I had a very low point recently. We had just a week where every single thing went wrong, personally and professionally. I lost out on a huge deal that I had done so much work on um, and was totally like rug pulled out from under me. Had no idea. And then I got our family into a rough situation with something I was working on. I encountered the first people I had ever encountered that were not pro-adoption and not pro-transracial adoption. Um, and it, everything was just piling on. And doesn't that always happen? You have a bad week. It just like piles on, piles on, piles on. And it was really low. Um, and what I did was I, I hesitate to say this because I feel like I took a break from everything. I took a break from talking to my team. I took a break from like being on Instagram. And I, I hesitate to say that because I think being able to take a break is also a privilege. Yeah. I'm very, very lucky that I was able to take a break. Not everybody can take a break. If you're a single mom, you can't take a break from your kids. That is you. If you're working full time because you have to pay that bill and that if you miss one hour, you can't do it, you can't take a break. So I want to acknowledge that. I'm very privileged that I got to take a break. But I took a break and I just let myself reset for a minute. And I never do that. I never take a break. I'm just more and more and more. I sit, I like work, work, work. Then I go to bed and I look at my phone and I work more. And finally, Jeff rolls over and he's like, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, driving somewhere and she gets angry at herself for not doing something productive from getting from point A to point B. Yeah, I'm obviously. a workaholic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't everybody? Come on. Like, yeah. Look out the window for five minutes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not good at that. No. Uh, so yeah, I just I took a step back and I just looked at everything and I was like, we're gonna get through that. We have way more people surrounding us that are really positive. Another deal is gonna come through that's even better. That deal wasn't meant to be. And I just tried to step back without all the noise of everybody talking about on Instagram. Oh, I did. I got this and I launched this and I did this and look at this cool thing and look at like everything's amazing. And I just took a step back and I was like, we're gonna get through it. We just had to take a minute for ourselves and push forward. <laughs> I love that. And I love how you said taking a break is a privilege. It is a privilege. And we can't always take a break, but we can always cut ourselves some slack. Yes. And so you can give yourself a break from berating yourself inside your head. You can give yourself <coughs> a break from feeling guilt. Yep. You can give yourself a break from, let's say you are a single mom and you don't have access to childcare. You can give yourself a break from feeling guilty that you're just letting your kids watch TV. Yep, totally. Because I love TV. I think TV is the best. It's awesome. <laughs> he doesn't. <clears throat> Listen, whatever. Everybody's living no. their best life. Everybody calm down. Okay. <laughs> But I'm saying if you're really at your wit's end and when I'm really feeling maxed out, I can be like, I better go have meaningful conversations and engagement with my children. And I'm like, or I can let, I don't know, like Dora do it just for like a minute and everybody's gonna be fine. And so I really, really love that. And that's what I found for me in the lowest parts of what I've been doing is I've needed a break. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's, I think it, it... That's when I scooch at the door to the gym. Yeah, he usually goes, hey, babe, don't you want to go um, to the gym? And I'm like, I obviously don't want to do that right now. 
He's like, I just feel like you'd feel a lot better. And I'm like, do you do, you know, so this is the thing. It's like, and she does. And then I go and then I do time. every stupid time. So, <laughs> <laughs> Jeff and Kelly, thank you thank so you much. Us. Thank you for having us. Okay, okay, okay. Wow. What a great interview. I mean, come on. It was a great interview. If you guys liked what Jeff and Kelly shared, will you go and give them some love on Instagram, Studio DIY and Jeff Mendel, and just tell them something you like or something that resonated with you? Because when somebody puts themselves out there like that and shares those details, I mean, as somebody who does that all the time, I can't tell you how much it means when somebody comes back to me and says, hey, that thing that you vulnerably shared really helped me. It, it means so much. So I'm sure that they would love if you do that. Show them some love. Go and take a look at how cute Arlo is. He is an absolute doll. And I am just so excited to implement their ideas and those tips to, you know, believe in myself and discover what makes me me even more of what makes me me. If you want to take these tips and these ideas, like we talked about with Jeff and Kelly, like we talk about in the other podcast episodes, if you, after listening to any of my podcasts, are feeling fired up and ready to take action and change, I want to tell you about Awesome On Demand. Awesome On Demand is my monthly membership program where we take all of these ideas and concepts and we give them to you in manageable, actionable steps through email, through a Facebook group that you can join if you want, and through two completely unique audio downloads that are in my awesome on-demand portal. We have worksheets. We have live coaching that we do once a month, and it is insanely affordable because when you take the plunge and invest in yourself, even just a little bit every month, you are holding yourself accountable to really take action on your goals. And whether your goals are physical, mental, emotional, or even in your business, Awesome On Demand is a freaking fabulous place to help you create real change in your life. We focus on changing your thoughts and your ideas to change your life. And it is so much fun. So go ahead and um, just take a peek at it. You don't have to join, but if you haven't even taken the time to look at the program, head to the Allison Show. That's Allison with one L. And just take a peek because it really might be the perfect thing for you. And I would love to have you join. Now, our other fabulous sponsor for the Super Duper Fly, Super Duper Fly Live Podcast Tour was Perfectly Posh. And we have loved reading reviews and sending out a custom Perfectly Posh fanny pack and Allison Show fanny pack filled with amazing product. And Eric, do you have a review for us? I do. I started listening to Allison's podcast when I was feeling low and discontent. She and Eric, too, helped me feel like I maybe wasn't alone, and I eventually could feel awesome again. My life and being transitioned into jobless, anxious, and borderline depressed. I kept listening to Allison like you would your bestie. I wasn't ready to have conversations about my struggles, but I needed someone to talk awesome to me. Now, as I'm rounding the corner, I've joined the AOD Awesome On Demand community, and am re-listening to some older episodes and getting clearer. I truly believe I wouldn't be taking these recovery steps without this podcast. Truly relevant no matter what season you're in, and not just cute words. They're drop-dead gorgeous action steps. Although she's pretty cute, too. Aw, thank 
you. And I love having one of our AOD Awesome On Demand members sharing the love. Send us an email to awesomewithallison at theallisonshow.com and we are going to get you that perfectly posh fanny pack with all of that amazing product which you can spoil and lather and pamper yourself with. And if you're feeling left out, be sure to go to perfectlyposh.com and check out all of the goodies that we were able to shower on our podcast tour attendees. Eric, we did it. We did. We did it. It's done. We had to record this part like with all the children home, and it has been a battle. We did it. Fiona, I hear one of them crying out there. Yeah, one is crying. Fiona came in and was like, I'll be really quiet, and started like crunching Cheetos like loudly in the microphone. They're Trader Joe's Cheetos, so they're less fat. Just like, want everyone to know that. It's such a scam. Like, they conned you <laughs> so hard. Like, you, like, hook, line, and sinker, they got you. Um, we are so grateful you're here. You are the awesome empire. We love you. We appreciate you. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Thank you for sharing about the podcast. Thanks for just being yourself, man. You're doing it. You're doing a good job. We love you. And of course, of course, I mean, come on now. I want to remind you, only you can be you. And you're already as awesome as you need to be. Eric, what are you going to take them out on? God, I'm getting such love from this brand new new wave collection that we just finished. On um, Pleasant Pictures Music Club. Pleasant Pictures You're going to tell Club. them what it is. Well, I'm sure they know. They've listened to this. <laughs> uh, this is called Off the Cuff. It's an upbeat banger. Get ready. Here you go. 